0: Welcome to Prayer Huddle, a community that seeks to host God, influence lives, and revive hearts. The message you're about to listen to is a word in season to make your spirit soar like that of the eagle. Thank you for listening and stay blessed. Praise the Lord. Thank you so very much, uh, 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 Pastor Math. Thank you, Prayer Huddle. It's uh, a great privilege, honestly, to be uh, on Prayer Huddle tonight. I can see you guys. I'm sorry uh, you would uh, just be uh, hearing my voice uh, tonight. It's been a very good opportunity. Last week was amazing. I, I, I spent a few days you know, going over that um, uh, conversation we had, and I was really uh, thanking God for the opportunity to share that with us tonight um, is going to be another awesome night. I, I, I pray that uh, the Lord will open our hearts, you know, to be able to receive these deep dimensions. I don't know how Pimat came up and the prayer huddle team came about the grace potentiator dimension, uh, but I think God really wants to use um, this dimension to, to, to extend uh, uh, his grace and his um, His awesome hand upon our life. Uh uh, tonight is um, especially unique because we are going to be looking at uh, honor systems. You know, honor systems. It, it, it's, it's important. Uh, I don't know if um, the slides will be on the video. Good, good. Honor systems. It's um, uh, uh, when I came through this um, uh, uh, title, I realized how we gloss over many things. Uh, that are significant to drive us you know, ahead or accelerate God's dimension in our lives you know, in the course of uh, our journey here on earth. Uh, and um, the Lord will open our eyes to see this, even, uh, this moment, how that honor is a required grace potentiator. Hallelujah. Uh, let's just um, walk through the slides. I, I don't know how much time um, we can do this without trying them um, Uh, Yes, let's just go straight to it. Father, we thank you for tonight. Thank you Lord for the great hand upon this ministry. Thank you for the support and the people around it. We know that at this time, Lord, you need people who can call upon you, who can host you as the the, uh, prayer huddle uh, vision is. We declare tonight that we'll host you in our midst in Jesus name. These words will go to every heart and begin to renew, repair, and renovate the dimensions in the heart of many in Jesus' name. All right, so um, let's just hit it. You know, grace potentiates honor systems. As I said here, grace potentiates are the divine factors and elements which enhances the grace of God in our lives. p matter has ever influenced us. I stretched that. I just stretch it a bit now. Uh, our understanding of these factors uh, are highly required to facilitate the amazing manifestation of God's grace upon us. A number of times, uh, we only have one-sided dimension of the gospel. We have not had a complete or holistic dimension of the gospel. And so these things we are uh, working uh, this season are required uh, dimensions for us in the course of um, becoming... uh, men and women whose graces would accelerated in the course of time. I uh, said, so whenever we come to a halt or stagnate in the course of our lives or business, we should check these factors. We might have missed a step or two. It's very significant. After you have prayed and fasted, after you have studied the Bible, after you've, you seemingly have stayed under the line of, of, of God and something seems to not still be in place, you should just check. Am I under a spiritual covering? Am I honoring the people in my lives? These are questions that when you ask them can help you facilitate or accelerate uh, the steps uh, you need to take on uh, in the course of time. Let's, let's, let's just stick on the next uh, slide. Now, uh, there's a scripture I'd like for us to read, Matthew 22, verse 29, I call it the grave error. Now, Jesus replied that you are in error because you do not know the scriptures nor the power of god when why do we get into error why do we get into mistakes when we gloss over or when we are totally ignorant of what scripture has to say regarding several issues some of us have just lived off the lips of preachers the bible refers to a group of people as the Berean christians who would go to verify they go to check what the man of god had preached going back to scriptures to validate those things uh, and make them their own having been heard a number of persons today need to move away from just the lips of the pastors to finding scriptures so that they can find the power of god within the word of god praise the lord the lord will help us uh, in the next few moments to be able to uh, accentuate this in our life in the name of jesus okay so let's move on Uh, yes honor systems now Uh, I need to explain this Uh, somehow. The gift of clarity is upon me. So I'd like to make clear what we are doing before we just go and start, you know, dabbling into it. Now, what is a system? It is an orderly arrangement of things which come together or work together in order to achieve a single purpose. And I give it as an example. Of course, we have the respiratory system, uh, uh, which is the arrangement of several organs which enables the free flow of air in and out of the human body now once a system is distorted now this is very significant our reality might be flawed because we make sense of everything we hear or encounter via our system of philosophy if you grew up in a region in the world for example the mannerisms the philosophy the dimensions of thinking of the people becomes your uh uh, uh becomes the, the way you get your foray into the world you are now able to look at things from the dimensions you have been trained by. Now, so systems are very important. It's important that we fa- factor in the right system in our lives, factor in the right system you know, in our thinking. This is because when we understand these systems, the messages that we're coming to hear about these times can be clearly understood. When people look at uh, issues from 40 systems, you know, they just critique them, they criticize them and disdain them or say things that are not very matured about them because the system is flawed and distorted and our reality might be flawed. That's a very important dimension I want us to uh, check. If you've been under a very angry picture who says things that are, you know, very um, untoward, you might have had built a system in that direction. You hear somebody you just tune off and say, well, what are they saying? That's, that's, that's a flawed system. The system, the Bible says in, uh, in Philippians 2, let this mind be in you, as was also in Christ Jesus. Of course, you went on to see what that, that meant, but the mind we are expected to have, uh, the system we are expected to build is that which Christ has built for us. Okay, so let's let's move on uh, until I'm trying to uh, gain traction because of time. Now, I have defined honor this way. I, I had to sit down and bring this definition from my heart. Because, of course, we all know what honor would mean, but we have to understand it uh, tonight. Honor is an intelligent, emotional, and spiritual acknowledgement, respect or regard for, esteem, appreciation, or devotion in the case of God, which is worship, which we accord someone with significant impact in and to our lives. Now, why did I define it this way? We think that honor in some, uh, is just a, a blind uh, 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 acknowledgement or blind followership of someone. No, it is intelligent. You think about the effect, the relationship, how that these things have you know, meant to you. It becomes something that you do from within you. It's an emotional uh, 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 thing we do. You conclude within that, oh, all of me has to go in this direction. And of course, it is a spiritual instruction. And then for us to acknowledge, to respect, to regard, to esteem. You know, of course, we worship God, we honor God, we worship. A lot of the times, the Bible says, this will only honor me with their lips and not with their heart. That's where the emotional dimension comes from. You come together in an aggregate to give God. Honor, or whatever it is that we need to honor as we come to understand tonight. It's important to understand that you can't just give honor because again, okay, this is a spiritual requirement. So I'm just doing it and just honoring that man and then you move off. You will not get the things that are on them if you don't aggregate these three dimensions. You first sit down and ask yourself, why do I honor this, this, this person in my life? And you understand that this is my husband, this is my wife, or this is my pastor, or these are my parents. These, these men have lived out over my life, you intelligibly come to a point where you affirm that there's nothing else to do but to give this person honor. And it comes from your heart because looking at what you have done over time, looking at what you have, last year, November was my birthday. And then people went behind me to call a few friends all over the world, to so send in videos, you know, and then say things about me. And when I saw those those, those, those messages, I truly felt honored. Because this came from their heart. They, they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to go out of their way to shoot, get short videos and send to this team that did this for me. It was, I was really honored. And I prayed, I still saw those videos recently and I prayed for everyone who honored me that Lord, I don't know what you they seek. Let this be uh, 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 the reward in Jesus' name. I believe very strongly that as we go on, you'll get to understand. So let's get deeper. Let's get deeper. Let's go on to the next slide. Now. I want us to begin with the most important person that we should honor in our lives, honoring God. Now look at this scripture, Psalm 22, verse 23. You who fear the Lord, you, that means it's not everybody in the world who fears the Lord. That means a few persons might decide that, okay, today is Easter Sunday, well, they don't uh, understand what we're doing and they do something else. But those of us who fear the Lord should praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him, and stand in awe of him, you descendants of Israel. Look at the wonderful worship we had from our dear sister tonight. I felt it where I'm seated here, way, way, miles away from where you guys are. Now, that is honoring God with praise, with the fruit of our lips. Honor to God I said I said, we verify God with our system and reason that we are his. And so we praise him, we give thanksgiving to him, we acknowledge him, we affirm him, we honor him. A lot of times when you do not understand the challenge of, of moving away from the fold, from the faith, is when God is no longer someone you easily praise. When you don't come to the point where you easily say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You ask me, why are you thanking the Lord? See, because I have to honor him. I am his. I'm a descendant of the redemptive power and the grace of God. And so you give him praise. You always acknowledge him. If you do not honor God, then you honor something else. Let's just just, uh, move on. Again, there's another scripture here in Psalm 50 from verse 14 to 15. Look at this. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I shall rescue you and you will honor me. Now look look at that scripture it's not just praise now it's not just thanking god off of your lips for what he has done or for you know this is a sacrifice of thanksgiving it means that you are looking for what god has done and you seemingly might not find something new or fresh in the arsenal of your testimonies and your ark of covenant but there is a sacrifice of thanksgiving which is to say that god There is nothing else. Our sister was ministering and she said something that the world, the the, 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 um, Antichrist is trying to do all sort of things to get us to not be together. But there is a reason we will pull a sacrifice of thanksgiving. We will say, Lord, you are God all by yourself. It does not matter what we face. It does not matter where we walk. It does not matter the challenges that comes, but you, Lord who put a sacrifice of thanksgiving. That is honor. Look at what he said. He didn't even say pray and ask me for anything. Say when you do that, and then you pay your vows to the most high, then you can call upon me. Then the grace of honor will work and do something for you. And automatically, you will find that God, he says, then you will honor him. So if I give God praise, I'm not praising the circumstances, I'm not praising the situations, I'm praising God, automatically I'm honoring him, praise the Lord. Because the thought, we, we become complete, I said here, in the thought and plan of God for us when we honor him. When you acknowledge that God, he, he, he understands why such a situation is still prevalent, and he knows what uh, would come on. Please, let's, let's, let's just try, move on uh, uh, Along now, the second in the systems is the parents, and uh, uh, with all respect, I did this as the Lord led me in the order of things. Having honored God, the next persons to honor are the people who birthed you into the world. It's important to understand this. Exodus 20, verse 12 it says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the lord god gives you now i wonder why god will give you a land but expect you to do something to qualify to live long on it is he not able to make you live long on the land he has given to you he is but he has put in a system that if i give you the land there is something you must do to live long on the earth, to live long in that, to enjoy that blessing I've given to you. And I said, he yes, said, God gives you the land, but the honor of your parents ensures you live long in it. It does not matter what the situation looks like. When you honor parents, you regard them, you call them, you go after them, check after them, see how they are doing. It is there that the, 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 the demonic angel of death that cuts people off of the earth. Uh, When somebody is sick, for example, and you've done everything, you've prayed, and maybe they're not responding to medical, just ask them, where are your parents? When was the last time you said hello? When was the last time you, you, you blessed them? And you see somehow, if they touch this system we're talking about, something just begins to happen to their body because the Bible says, when you honor your parent, there is a dimension of life added to you upon the face of the earth. Uh, let me get this let's, next slide. Uh, there's something I said in the next slide. Ephesians 6, 2 verse 3 says, honor your father and mother which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on it. Now look at what I said here. I said, scriptures did not say to honor your good parents. It was never qualified to live long here on earth. We must honor them, our parents. It does not matter whether they left you as a toddler. It doesn't matter whether you don't even understand, you don't even know them and you came to know them in your adulthood. Once you found them, God expects that you begin to operate this, this system, this principle, so in that you can qualify to live long. In fact, you should be looking for them in case you don't have know where they are. You should be looking for them and say, "I need to find my parents." He said, "What they left you since you were a child?" I said, "No, I need to find them. I need to be a blessing to them because I need to have something. There's something that must happen to me." Hallelujah! It's important to understand these dimensions, these systems. The world would there, "There's a scripture in the Bible." Jesus corrected them. He said, "You said to your parent that when I give you something, it's only, uh, it's not like you deserve it. It's just what I can give you." He corrected. He said, "No, you don't say that. You don't do that. Whatever you give to them, whatever things you say to them is." It's part of what God has blessed you to do for them. But it's just honoring them. Praise the Lord. I need to underscore this. When we get to the place of uh, men of God and all of that, you see that's a spiritual parent dimension. But this dimension is important. To call your mother, to call your father when they are still here, to see how they are doing. Ask what they need to eat. Ask, I remember something. Uh, my grandmother, my father passed in 2004. I was going to just, I felt led to go see my grandmother that day a very powerful prayer woman, she's going to be with the Lord at 84. When I got home that day, she was having a conversation with two young women who had issues with their own marriages. And she said to them, she said, I don't know what I'm going to feed on today, but God will send someone to feed me. That was the statement I heard my grandma utter, as I entered into the house. And I said to her, I said, the Lord has brought your meal for today. And then, of course, I quickly made a good that we had breakfast together. We had lunch together before I left her. And she said some very deep things in that that dimension. She mentioned some things. When we were christening my son, the Lord gave me a name for my son. My aunt was coming from uh, my grandma and as she was screaming from downstairs, this is what grandma says the name should be. It was exactly what the Lord said to me that my, my son should be named. There's a dimension, people don't understand. I told God when I were bearing. I said, Lord, I honor, I ask you to keep this woman for me. I've honored her. Lord, this honor, let it transcend into my life and to the forth, uh, forth, uh, forthcoming generation. It's a very serious area you should not play with. God has put it with a promise. And the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name as we honor our parents. Let's move on to the, uh, the next dimension. Now, this is the other dimension to it which we have also uh, maybe not come to understand the second system in honor is marriage as a reason why god has made sure this is so i say god expects us to put the other person ahead of ourselves in marriage regardless of what they are or look like now why we are not first married to ourselves listen to this carefully we are enlisted in god to be married then we found the other person by heaven's leading, and then we were married. Therefore, through honor in marriage, we are answering to God. Listen carefully. Uh, uh, people don't understand what, what happens when you go to the altar, the man of God stands to join you and the woman or the, uh, and, and then bless the marriage. That is both of you, first of all, standing before God, uh, 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 receiving application in heaven to become a family on earth. And so you are individually recognized first of all, as having applied for the right to have a family of heaven on earth. And so you don't just walk away and say, okay, well, I'm I'm done. And and that's what I, no, 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 no. You have to go back to the place where you were enlisted to be able to get the marriage going. And so that's why I, I, I said here that to honor the person is to acknowledge that you are first enlisted in God and then God is your author of the marriage. Praise the Lord. It's significant. Let's, let's read the scriptures on the, on the other uh, side. And now look at this, Hebrews 13, four. Marriage should be honored by all. And the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually immoral. God has kept the this dimension of marriage to be the reasons we are blessed on this dimension of the earth. You can see this is another system. If you've dealt with parents and you notice something is still wrong, look at marriage. When, if you are married and see what is going on in that place oh, he's not doing right, uh, he's not doing well. Uh, I don't know what is going on and blah, blah, blah. And you want to, no, 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 no. You have to go to the one who enlisted you in the job to get it done correctly. Hallelujah. Please let's just move on to the next uh, uh, slide for because of time. Uh, and I said here, I said there are blessings tied to dealing with the wife with honor, just as there is when the man is acknowledged and honored. We commit heaven to use our family. Now, this is significant because what God wants to do is to use our family as a door of access to the earth because our family is our family's name is written in heaven. Now, God wants a family on earth. Without the family of heaven on earth, God cannot reach the earth. God wants us to have offspring, divine offsprings that come from heaven who will go on to fully commit uh, what God has designed for them. You read of the man, the patriarch. God needed to send the man who would give birth to the 12 tribes of Israel. There was need for Rebecca. There was need for uh, Isaac, praise the Lord. So we commit heaven to using our family. As doors of access to the earth, because our family is written in heaven. Please let's move on uh, on tonight. All right. Honoring individuals who labor spiritually over us. This is the next important dimension of honor, and that's why it's a system. First Timothy 18. Give double honor to spiritual leaders. Now listen, who handle their duties well. This is especially true if they work hard at teaching God's word, not those who just try to bamboozle people and get, you know, the crowd to be around them. No, those who diligently keep at making sure that everybody comes back to the standard of God's word and his kingdom. You have to give not just honor but double honor to them. And that's why I do not take for granted this relationship with the prayer huddle team and uh, Pastor Matthew. Uh, It's, 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 Obvious. Over the years, I I mean, those who know him know that even before school, he's been working the ministry, trudging the floor, praying, reading scriptures. That's why we found him worthy to to have leadership positions while he was on campus, because we saw that he had labored over time you know, and then he was a big blessing to many and it's still a blessing to many uh, today because he had labored in the world. And so such men, when you go to them and say, oh, I have this issue, they use the system of scriptures and the labor in God that they have had to explain to you how best to run your life. And, 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 and that's what the Bible says to give them double honor. And I said, after all the scripture says, never muzzle an ox when it is threshing grain and the worker deserves his pay. It is not so much about what we get. I'm speaking now as one who labels spiritual labor people. The, I, was, I was ministering at the man's 40th birthday and I called his mother out and I asked people to sow a seed to the woman. And I asked them, I said, do you know, there's a, there's a parlance there's something we use here in Nigeria. We say, uh, 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 being, uh, uh, we call it oinjomo." That is to say that you are being fed with the uh, food from your child. Your child is feeding you. That is uh, allegorically. But I told myself, the the child feeding the mother or the father is not even money or food now. But the the life of the child becoming a blessing to the world is the greatest meal you can feed a a mother or a father. When a parent sees their child doing well, excelling in the areas which God has called them, it is the greatest, greatest honor you can do to them. then this is why it's important to give double honor to these men who labor, washing us with the word of God, making sure that we're not wrinkled or spotted, laboring, praying where you're not even there, when the situation looks bad, praying so that everything will work. These men deserve a double honor. Please let's move on uh, on to the next slide. Now, I said here, because of time, I need to uh, say this. There is an advantage when you understand this dimension we are going tonight. It is something really shared amongst us Christians. Today we have the spirit of rebellion rising in many hearts, particularly young preachers who just walk and gloss off without acknowledging that some others have gone ahead. I said something last week when I talked about spiritual covering. I said, somehow, you can find secrets. I, I, I would share this experience encounter I had uh, one time I was in Lagos. I was in a bus, in a, in a, in a, you know, and then we're going towards a particular destination. And I saw a man who, who, is a, who is a poet. I've read some of his books and I was wondering why he was in, in a public transportation. He should have been driving his own vehicle. And I, I paid for him. I, I, I reached out and paid his transportation. And the man wondered, why did you pay for me? I said because I know you. You are Odiyafemo. You are the author. You are, he said so. The man grabbed me by the hands and took me to a shop where books—the books, the books are on the shelf there are very old books—and he said to me, "This is where you find the secret of nations. Men are no longer regarding these materials, and these books will help you find the secret of nations. And if God will lead you to help many, this is where to find answers." It was it was deep. I took I bought he bought about five books for me that day, which was like twice the amount I paid for his transportation in that journey. So when you understand honor, there is an advantage you get. You build relationship, you get Uh, like Pima was sharing with me shortly before we came on, you you, you are able to connect with the graces on the people you honor. If it is long life, you come connecting with it. If it is depth in the word of God, you connect with it. If it is depth in prayers, you're able to spend time. The graces upon those lives multiply on yours. And listen, uh, sometimes you, you don't even have to be in proximity with the person you honor. Sometimes you just look at somebody from way afar and just bless them, you know, just love them, just love what they do. And so that alone is enough to connect with you and give you the blessings from one from, from eye. Now, so what are the advantages of honor? It keeps the flow of God within the earth. Why did God allow for us to uh, uh, honor ourselves? The apostles, for example, honored themselves richly. If you hear Paul, uh, P- Peter talking about Paul, he spoke so wonderfully of him, and vice versa. They all honored themselves, and then the flow of God remained on earth. You see, uh, pastors bicker, people bicker, and, and issues here and there, and that person is not happy with that person's attitude or that, and we cut off the flow of God from the earth. And we do not honor ourselves and we find that we wonder why we are all still uh, in dry places it's because of this particular uh, uh, system that we have missed number two it brings the blessings of god towards us as believers god has tied yes he says i'll bless you but he, go and check scriptures he has tied blessing you to some little things upon the face of the earth. why He's the one who builds the system and then he's the one who determines how the system operates. Number three, he protects divine elements, divine factors within us as believers. Some of your graces will weigh You find that you can teach the word very well. Go and check where it came from. You find that you, can, you love on people very well. You find that you can do some things very easily, even in your business, or your academic, you are able to do something. Somebody helps you. Somebody did something in that dimension. And when you begin to honor them, somebody asks a question. So how long do I honor uh, uh, this person? How long do you want to enjoy the grace for? That's the, that's the answer to that question. How long do I honor this person? How long do you want to continue to enjoy the grace for? So that you don't get tired of honor in as much as you don't get tired of the blessings that God will bring. Uh, And and lastly, it accelerates and enhances divine moves and graces in our lives. I have seen myself operate at different grace levels, different dimensions because of the thing or the presence I honor, the direction for which I move. One way to really understand this system, just give it a try this, this season. There's no way you honor anything and then it dies in your hands. It will never die. The, the person you honor, the, the, the woman you honor, the man you honor becomes alive within you even when they are gone, even when they are no longer on the scene. They remain strong within you. I heard a man of God preach recently and was mentioning great men of God, Fred Price, uh, uh um, uh, T.L. Osborne, how they labored till the very last hour before they were called up to glory. And I said, these graces that this man is honoring will continue to work for him. And you wonder why he's reading out their names and mentioning their names gleefully because he honored them while they were here and he's still honoring them in death. This is exactly the dimension uh, of honor. Please let's just move on to the, I think the last uh, uh, slide now. In conclusion, Hebrews 12, 16. Please, let's look at it. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau. Watch this. Who for a single muscle meal lost his inheritance, sold his inheritance right as the oldest son. Now, look at this. He refused to honor that dimension of life. Okay, what is an inheritance? Oh, no, let me just just have something to eat. And he glossed over it and lost something very powerful. To him and to his, for his children, and I said, "Here, honor will cost us. It will cost you. If you are going to honor somebody, it will cost you time. You have to travel long distances to see them, to spend time with them. If you are bringing gifts, it will cost you money. If you are if you, if you are spending time to think about them, it will cost you time. Honor will cost you. That's why uh, the, someone he says, David said David i cannot come to give God something that will not cost me anything.' Honor will cost you, and I said it will demand from us." but we will receive great reward from god the enemy has done so much caused so much havoc in the world causing us to think only about the pandemic and you know how to get back to our life without really spending time to think about how do i pass through this virus how do i go through this pandemic and not be killed by this thing and the Lord begins to show you do this do this follow this system do that and once you fulfill those dimensions, you see that uh, things will work and then you walk through the our uh, ugliest of seasons and you come out on the other side on scars Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, so let's just uh, end this uh, tonight. Wow. I pray that we will receive divine insight into these dimensions in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. We love to stay in touch and to see you at one of our events. You can find out more about us on our website at prayer-huddle.com. Email us at feedback at prayer-huddle.com or on our Instagram at prayer underscore huddle.